Hey everyone, welcome to The Other Side with Gypsy Heart. I'm your host, Danita Hardy. Join me as we explore emotional longevity by sharing insights, stories, and expert perspectives. We dive into resilience, pursuing fulfilling connections, embodying vibrancy, and mapping out meaning in life stages, while sharing the secrets to expanding upon emotional experiences, questioning life beyond our comfort zones. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Other Side with Gypsy Heart. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. Jen had brought up this show. Neither of us really watch TV. Because there's few shows on TV that I find so intriguing and Naked and Afraid is one of them. And I had never heard of it. So Jen decided. Yes, I was saying Danita should be on the show because basically if you haven't seen Naked and Afraid, it's about these like amazing survivalists that essentially are dropped into different areas around the world and then they survive naked with one item. So maybe like a matchstick or a axe or something like this. And they survive. Two of them survive in the wilderness for, I think, as long as possible before they have to be pulled out. (laughs) I mean, I would do it, but can you imagine the bugs? This is the old, that's so funny you said that. This is the only reason why I would have to turn it off is because when they go to sleep at night, like these are strong, mentally, physically, psychologically set people for success, but the bugs are incessant. And that is the reason why many people have to go home. Okay. That is super interesting because Kurt and I were having a conversation this morning and there is one reason and one reason only why Costa Rica for me, I find it difficult to embrace a full-time lifestyle here is because of the bugs. Same thing. The bugs are so intense and it's, and I, I think there, I think there's so much beauty in it. Like the jungle feels like it's like almost becomes a part of your house. Like you are in the jungle and the jungle, I don't want to say eats your house, but it is absorbing your home and your space. And you are really connected to the jungle. You are not like a separate entity from the environment here, like at all. This morning we woke up. Well, I woke up because Hardy (laughs) woke up and was like, there's an ant crawling down my back into my butt crack. It was like 5.55. And this is what he was yelling. You don't hear that every day. You don't hear that every day. And we woke up and there was this, just this huge trail of ants that was walking along the wall. What do you do? And he goes to me, he goes, well, it's not Costa Rica. If there's not an ant like crawling around you in the middle of the night. It's true. And it really got me thinking about There is this part of me that there's so many amazing things that I love about spending time down here. That is the one thing. Well, no, I shouldn't say the the one thing. There's a few things, you know, it's all different, but it, it does put you into this like little bit more of survival mode. It's just a little bit different. Like you check your sheets every night. Check your shoes for the odd spider or two, right? Yeah. For scorpions, you open up your surf bag, you look for the scorpion. There's just different things you do. You kind of forget when you're in Canada or the States or places that just don't have bugs like this, it's always on your mind. It's always on your mind to be looking for the bug. For me, anyways, I haven't gotten comfortable enough or I don't want to say if it's used to enough or shifted that mentality, whatever it is that needs to happen where you become one with the bugs. I have not become one with a bug. There's a huge movement though. A couple architects were talking about this rewilding in cities, like the idea of bringing, you know, those mice, bring them back. Let the woodpeckers join you and let the mice roam through your home and let the bugs 
run free. So it just depends on what you like and what you don't like. But when you're in a place like Costa Rica, where you don't really have the option to choose to rewild or not rewild, you are already in the rewild situation. You just have to deal with it, which you're doing quite well with the ant. It is a forced rewilding, definitely. I can say I'm a lot more comfortable, like uh, significantly more comfortable than I used to be, but I'm still not over that hump. And you had mentioned to me, I hope you don't mind, because we were talking about naked and afraid. And then you were talking about potentially not being so comfortable with the idea of ants crawling everywhere. But you had mentioned some naked yoga. How did that come to be? You, uh, you're clearly getting over your overall uncomfortableness of the bugs. <laughs> I'm getting more comfortable with the bugs and being out in nature. And one of the things that happened last year, actually, it's been a while that I've just really enjoyed being nude just when I'm out in the forest or love it, just connecting with nature. And what I've really found is when I was really exploring like my feminine energy and like feminine intuition, that I enjoyed being naked. I now do naked yoga every morning. I dance and chant and I really feel like I connect to this part of myself that's really creative and in just this naked position where, you know, you're just open, you're free. The sun is on you. The air is touching all of your skin. It just feels incredible. That's really began when I started really exploring what the divine feminine meant for me. This one, I want to talk about the divine feminine, but also in relation to the mother wound. This has been coming up a lot for me lately is the connection between those two. Basically, you can think of the divine feminine. A lot of people might know about this. Some people might not, but the divine feminine energy is energy that lends to nurturing, compassion, self-image of creativity. Do you know what the mother wound is? I guess I should ask that. Well, no, Danita, I am not familiar with the mother wound. The mother wound is specifically related to the any challenges and traumas that came from the mother and child relationship. Even people that have the most beautiful relationship with their mom, and like they think their mom is an angel. There is times in our life, like when we were throwing temper tantrums, she might have not been like, awesome, this is great. Like, I can't wait for this temper tantrum. You know, like maybe she was exasperated or frustrated. You sense the emotions as the child. And then it goes like even further. If there is more big traumas that happened, in that relationship, then that also becomes a part of the mother wound. So they can be like really small T mother wounds. Yes. Um, but they can also be larger traumas in connection to the mother wound. But really what it was is how the mother wound influences our perception of ourselves. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And all the world around us, because in general, the mother is the one that is our role model. Yes is the one we look to for guidance. It's like our parent attachment. You have the father wound as well, which we're not going to get into today, but there is that connection. It really impacts our ability to feel like self-worth, to form healthy relationships, and overall, our emotional well-being and our emotional longevity. It's important. There's a lot there. That's the gist of the mother wound. And then you have it in connection to your feminine energy. How does that impact and how do they relate to each other? The biggest one truly is when you're thinking of accessing or like harnessing divine feminine energy, 
what can happen is an imbalance can occur because of like this distorted self-image that we have about ourselves and our ability to receive and nurture. So this is like the, for me in particular, this one is huge. Are we able to receive love? Yes. That's huge. Do you find it difficult to like receive love and truly believe it is love? I do not. I might say that I might become a little bit nervous or defensive or scared, perhaps if it's like a romantic partner love, only because of a fear of being like, that's like a core wound thing, a fear of being let down or rejected. But in terms of like overall uh, friendship love, colleague love, family love, I, but I've also worked on that to open my heart and, and prepare myself to receive, receive love. So I'm, I'm grateful to say that I, I can at this point. I'm sure I can work on it more though. Can't we all like, what can, what could I do to open myself up to receive more love? Well, it's like the other side, right? You, you get to the other side of one thing and then there's another thing that comes up and it's like the other side. There's always more, Danita, as you say. There's always more. There's more other sides all the time. Are you on the path of receiving love? You, you, I mean, I feel when I think of you, you're, I mean, I think you give love like nobody's business. That's how I feel when I'm around you. But when it comes to receiving love, are you able to do so? You know what? With specific people, yes. And in general, I would say until recently, no. Receiving love was not, I didn't believe it. Yes. Okay. Like when someone was sharing love, I wanted to believe it. I liked it, but I didn't trust it and I didn't believe it. And I didn't believe in my worthiness to receive love. That is where it is in connection. Like I had an imbalanced feminine energy of being able to receive love in my relationships because of a connection to the mother wound. And also like from that, it goes even further into like transgenerational wounds. They're all related. They all have serious impact on your ability to connect to the divine feminine energy and also become in alignment with how you want to express yourself. This is another one is in, it affects it by your emotional expression. Oh, interesting. Your ability to really express your intuitive and emotional aspects. When you're feeling something intuitively and you know it, in your entire being, and you want to share it authentically, often you find it difficult. You suppress it or you avoid it because you just aren't able to fully express it. And I feel like intuition is such a gift, at least in my personal experience, to trust one's intuition, to have these feelings and act on them. It's like, whoa. And if you're unable to, or you feel you can't, you want to get back on that track for sure. Totally. When you're thinking about it too, another one you might want to look at is, um, and this is all just for ourselves, for self-reflection. So these are all just points of like, hey, we're getting to know ourselves. Great. Let's think about this. Do we have self-compassion? This is another one. Lack of self-compassion. Low self-esteem, really self-critical. Yep. And then that impacts your ability to have a nurturing and compassion relationship with yourself and with others. So like, look at yourself. How do you talk to yourself on a daily basis? Are you like giving yourself big pep talks or are you cutting yourself down critically? There is that superficial level that we all think, okay, yes, I talk to myself really well. I, you know, I've really worked on it. But when it gets to the nitty gritty and the deep down and you are frustrated and you are like 
in your inner child throwing a tantrum, how do you speak to yourself? That is like where you want to look at your self-compassion. What are you telling yourself in that moment? When in your, would you say darkest moments? In your shadow moments, in your darkest moments? Yeah. What are you saying to yourself? How do you feel about yourself? That is something to really think about. A hundred percent is. We talked about it. Unable to trust your intuition. If your gut is telling you something so deeply and you just can't trust it, you might want to look at the doubts that you're having and your inability to believe in yourself because all this healing is in connection to trusting your inner guidance. And that is where the feminine energy comes in. And then so healing the mother wound, healing different transgenerational wounds, looking at your shadow, they all come into play in order to embrace and harness your divine feminine energy. Naked and afraid, everyone. (laughs) Naked and afraid, that headline for a TV show is amazing because it is. Like you get down naked, you get to the bare bones and there is so much fear going on and running around out in that Colombian jungle on every level. Thank you so much, Danita. (laughs) Thanks for listening in, everyone. And that is the beginning of the divine feminine energy and ooh, that mother wound. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.